Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to my podcast. I think I'm the last. I always mess up episode number, and then I'm like, I'm not going to do the episode number thing again. And here I am at 180, you guys. 20 away from 200. Then it'll be 300 and 500 and 1,000. Let's go, you guys. Let's keep the podcast rolling. Do it for me. I don't do it for you guys. I do. I do it for you guys. I just tell myself I don't. Anyway. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to my podcast. I so much appreciate it. If you guys want me uh, to give you a shout out, these aren't sponsors. These aren't ways of me to make money. These are the people and the things that I truly believe in and that I really like. You might These might not be your thing, dude. I get it. Jiu-jitsu and boxing and combat stuff's not your jam. I get it. Uh, get into a gym. Uh, get out and walk. Get out and run. Get out and do something. It's cold outside. Okay, you got stairs in your house? Oh, you do. Go up and down your stairs. You got stairs in your apartment? Go up and down the stairs. Got a big apartment building? We'd be perfect. Up the stairs, all the way across the top, down the stairs, across the bottom, and back up, baby. Just keep doing laps like that. If you're listening to this, and you're in an apartment, you're kind of a fat body, or you're not fat, but you're out of shape, just start walking around your apartment. Booyah. See? Fixed the problem for you already. You ain't got to listen to the rest of the podcast. Just get up and start walking. Uh, you know what? Do it. Listen to me while you do it. Booyah. Why do I keep saying, where the fuck did booyah come from today? Uh, <laughs> all right, you guys. Progressive martial arts. My boy Josh and Ken. Uh, for all your jujitsu striking MMA needs, get in there. The killer's in there. There's so many freaking good guys in there that train. I didn't even realize they had so many freaking killers in there now, dude. It's so awesome. Uh... Progressive Martial Arts. Hit them up on Facebook. Uh, just swing in. Uh, they're right underneath Dark Side Tattoo across from Washington Hugo's. Uh, Combat Cardio Club. He's on Dyke Avenue over on University. Hit him up uh, for your boxing needs. My boy Vic and the gang there uh, will teach you some boxing. And uh, just a sense of community. It's great for children. It's great for whoever. Get in a gym. We don't care which one it is. Let's get in a gym. Uh, Progressive Martial Arts, Combat Cardio Club, the ones I go to. Uh, I go to Choice Fitness. Uh, you can't ask for a better freaking facility than that, right? It's amazing. Puppy's trying to get in. Puppy, puppy, puppy. What a doof. Did you guys hear that? No, it's Tono. Come on, puppy. Frankie. Oh, uh, I opened the door and he was right behind it and he gets his toes under it or something. Now I feel terrible. He's okay, though. <laughs> Here he is. Hi, buddy. Oh, he's okay. Uh, anyway, that's dude. That's the worst way to do this podcast. I freaking just hurt my pug's feet. He's so little. He's so cute. I love him to death. But all right, you guys, hit me up. Dave's podcast one at gmail.com. Hit me up. Dave's podcast number one at gmail.com. Uh, 701-787-1790. Text me. Uh, 701-787-1790. Text. Call. Leave a voicemail. And I'll talk about it on the podcast. Hit me up, you guys. Uh, uh, funny welder on the gram and I don't know. That's about it. All right. I love you guys. Enjoy the podcast. I just ramble about some stuff. Oh, good news. Some really good news. You hear it right away. All right. Bye. Hey, what's going on, you guys? Welcome back to the podcast. Today, I got some crazy good news I'm going to share with you guys. I'm really excited. Uh, me and Robin get to go to the island and I'm talking like we fly out of Minneapolis Saturday 
Uh, we are going to drive down Friday. We just found out Robin has been scrambling to get everything figured out with the dogs and all this shit. And it is, I can't believe it. I still don't believe it right now. I don't believe it's happening. I don't believe it's happening so soon. One, I get to go back to the island. It is so crazy. For those of you that don't know, in the British Virgin Islands, our friend Brittany Turner bought an island that she wants to use uh, for retreats. Uh, she's giving back uh, with all the money she makes doing all that stuff on the island. She puts into her nonprofit called Aerial Recovery, and they do humanitarian human uh, trafficking missions all around the world to natural disasters. Because uh, I, didn't, I didn't know that when natural disasters happen, a lot of children get misplaced and parents die and they get lost and whatever. Well, people come in and they build fake orphanages and then they sell all those children into sex slavery or whatever, dude. That is insane. And she bought this island and there's a crazy story behind the island. Uh, an, earth, an earthquake. Oh, Lord, I was just thinking of something else. Uh, a hurricane uh, just destroyed the island that she had already built it all up and had everything in construction to whatever, but it got knocked, all got knocked down and knocked out by uh, Hurricane Irma. And she's rebuilt it. And that island, like she healed the island and now the island heals other people. So uh, if you have the money to go to a seminar there, go to a retreat there, whatever you want to call it, uh, it would be well worth it. It isn't cheap by any means though. And I am so blessed to have my sister and my brother-in-law, Danny, uh, to know these people, to have the money to invest in me and Robin. Uh, we are so freaking blessed. I love my sister. I love Danny. Uh, I love everybody. I love you guys for listening to my podcast. What kind of news is that, dude? That's some crazy good news. <clears throat> uh, am I going to be stressed, scrambling, and all this stuff? Maybe. I don't know. Robin takes care of a lot of that stuff. She's awesome. But. Oh, I'm excited, you guys. I'll fill you all in on it. I hopefully can sit down and record some podcasts with some really cool people there, and I'm going to this time. I say I'm going to do that all the time. I never do because I'm in the moment. It's so weird. Like I just want to live in this moment and be there and not bug people to want to be on my podcast because I still don't think it's that big of a deal. Maybe it was a bigger deal. I'd take more. I'd take... Uh, I'd take it more seriously, I guess. I would do more research and... Try to do more things, different stuff. Maybe if, if I had, <laughs> if it was like reaching out to thousands of people, then I'd be like, oh shit, I got it. Now I got to do this. But not you guys though. Just a few people listening right now. I don't care about you guys. I'm just kidding. I love you guys. I love, you guys know that I love my, uh, my long-term listeners, dude. My fucking day one guys, man. Uh, my boy, Matt Thomas. He's been up around for a long time. Went to high school, was in the Air Force. Uh, we were in the Air Force, never really together. I think I don't know if we were stationed in mine not together or not. I think I was already stationed here. But shout out to my boy Matt, uh, Brandon. Always just say throw love to Brandon. Uh, the he's the voice on the MMA Minute, uh, which I don't even use anymore. Now who's calling me? My brother's calling me. We'll see what he has to say. Hello, Richard. Hold on. What are you doing? A podcast, and you're on it. Oh shit! I'm trying to get one out for tomorrow. So when people listen to this, they'll be listening to it tomorrow, and they know that. Whatever. But let me holler at you back in a little bit. Okay. 
All right. All right, all right, all right. I know you can't hear him through the phone very well. I'd get him talking to me to talk about stuff, but then I got off track. Uh, I feel like with Nashville, the Nashville trip, I didn't talk about stand-up enough. Uh, we, I saw Brian Callen. I already mentioned that. His two openers were great. I fucking fanboyed out when he came out. Uh, he was pretty funny, worked on stuff and this and that. But like, and it's not only just the comedians there, but like the whole scene of it. Of like when I went and did my open mic, and I'll break down my open mic a little bit for you guys. Uh, I, I like the atmosphere. I like the people because everybody's there is kind of understanding. Uh, you can say a joke that's really not that funny. But people understand what you're trying to do with it. They understand your premise and where you're going with it and whatnot. So uh, it, it is such a cool atmosphere to be around, right? Like at the gym, you're doing jujitsu if you're really new uh, and you don't know what you're doing. We all get it. We all understand that. We've been seeing it for years as people keep coming in new. <laughs> we were new. You know what I mean? Like it's all and we're new to different aspects of the game, too. Like, I've been learning new things from Josh and Ken since I've been back, dude. They've had some awesome, awesome technique, and their games are so tight now. It's so crazy. It's awesome. Going there for Nogi and a little bit, a little bit. But I wanted to break down my stand-up set a little bit for you guys to kind of let you know. Uh, I came out, and I kind of made fun of North Dakota a little bit. Uh, how it, You know, how it's really cold and... How I've, you know, since I've been in Nashville or whatever, it's been like 70 degrees. My ass hasn't stopped sweating. I got a laugh. Uh, I said that, um, uh, but before the show, I had eaten uh, Nashville hot chicken, and which is true. And that shit was spicy as fuck. And so I said, my ass has been sweating uh, ever since. And then I, I haven't trusted a fart since. I went into shit in my pants stuff a little bit. Uh, I tried to break down this uh, obnoxious and rude thing that I have. Um, the difference between being rude and obnoxious is obnoxious is uh, not rude. Jesus, annoying and obnoxious. The difference between it. I'm stumbling here, you guys. I'm stumbling over my words. The difference between. Uh, this, yeah, you should see me on stage. It might have been. Even, it wasn't actually worse, but I'm trying to analyze and think about it at the moment. And I've been analyzing and thinking about that set the whole time. That's one thing that's really cool and that I love is like when I got done, I was like, man. I don't know why I didn't say it this way, but if I would have said it this way, I bet it would get more laughs and then you could try it again somewhere else or even there again. Uh, but <clears throat> I, the, the difference between annoying and obnoxious is obnoxious is you're being rude uh, as well as annoying. It's annoyingly rude. And I said, I called myself fucking rude. I even said fucking rude. And I read, and I like, was supposed to go into a part about where I'm like, oh no, that's my self-esteem kicking in. I'm actually really, I'm like the nicest person you'll ever meet. And then I don't know wherever that would go. But I thought of that actually before the show. And then before I went up, but I went up and tried it. And it was something I tried before. And it was because I had nothing in the moment. So I just threw it in and it it, it, it bombed uh, big time. And I'm like, I'm not a rude. I hate it. That's the one part about my whole set that I hate is that I... I'm not rude. I'm such a nice person. I can be passively, aggressively obnoxious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it, it is what it is. Uh, I, I want to do stand-up again. I can't wait. Uh, this time when I go to the island, my sister said that I need to have like a, like a, 
my story and how the heroes have changed me a little bit, you know. And for those of you guys that don't know my story, if you haven't listened, if you've been listening just the last few episodes, let's say, uh, in 2018, I injured my neck and I was getting like pains in my arm, um, pains in my shoulder blade. Uh, it, it was taking a toll on me and it was very, very, it was bad. I was in so much pain and I was a welder and I was trying to work through it and it was just breaking me down even more. And then they put me on uh, gabapentin, which helps with nerve pain and, uh, helps with the nerve pain, but it also have like made me even more suicidal than I already was already was. And my sui- a lot of my a lot of my traumas is suicide stuff as a first responder. So all that stuff really just rushed in. And on top of that, I'm living like secret lives uh, behind Robin's back, uh, cheating, uh, selling weed, doing just stupid shit. And it was just uh, it, it. I had one surgery and I fixed my neck. I went back to work. I uh, went back to the gym, uh, re-injured myself, uh, and then I kept working uh, at my job. I was running a welder. We were smoking weed at work. Uh, we were, I was high all the time at work, even though they tested and all that other jazz, but it, it is what it is, you know, and then with all the cheating and stuff, Robin uh, found out. It all came crashing down. I just opened up about all of it and just got it all off my chest. Most of it. All of it? I don't know. It was so much. And she would bring up something and I could be like, oh yeah, I did cheat on you again with someone else. And it was just like, I'm not bragging about that shit at all. It was terrible. It was terrible. And people were like, well, you must not have wanted to be in in the relationship, right? You must must have like, you didn't care. You wanted out. Uh, all I cared about was hiding it all so well that Robin didn't find out knowing how bad it would hurt her, right? Like, that was, like, my biggest thing in my head at the moment. Is it right, wrong? I don't know. Probably wrong. But in the moment, uh, I just didn't want her to find out. And knowing that she found out, it, like, I know, obviously destroyed her. Bad, bad, bad. But what's going on in my head at the time was, like, I just destroyed this amazing woman and now I just felt so worthless. I, I felt just just whatever. So I tried to get away from her. Um, I got a free trailer in this little town out by the base. Uh, I hit rock bottom in that trailer. And my sister and well, Robin. Robin didn't give up on me. And I was drinking, smoking all the weed, snorting pills. Uh, just just being... <laughs> Just tear, just being self-deprecating. I was just tearing myself apart. I was just trying to drink myself to death. <clears throat> I didn't, I didn't know what was gonna become of anything. I was happy just drinking and smoking all day and uh, helping out around the little trailer park I was doing. So like, I was thinking today of like when all the help, like when did I like start helping people, you know? And a big part of it was when I got to the trailer park, man. And in a trailer park, it was a small trailer park. You can always find somebody to help, man. And I had a, I had access to the to the park's mower, zero-turn mower, and I would just go out. And I would pay for gas most of the time. And I would mow the entire park. Uh, I would mow the ditches. I would uh, unthaw trailers in the wintertime, dig people out in the wintertime. I would do so much to help all these people. And I would just be like, all I'm doing is helping people. Why is no one helping me? 
and Robin was helping me the whole time. Um, I know my sister was helping me, um, just not in the way that I wanted her to necessarily, and I resented her for a while, but we're over all that shit now, so uh, it was crazy. So I hit my rock bottom in that trailer, and one day Robin um, and my sister convinced me to call uh, the VA clinic or VA hospital in St. Cloud, Minnesota. And I went in, uh, I went and called them. It was one of the hardest phone calls I ever had to make because uh, I knew I was going to be uprooted from whatever was keeping me comfortable at the time in my trailer. I loved my trailer because it was mine. It was a pile of shit. Nobody should have lived in it. <clears throat> but it was like my first place by myself with no one else. Never had that in my life. Always had roommates. Ugh, always had some bullshit in a relationship something but it was a terrible place for me to be and isolation was a hell of a drug and I was pushing away everybody um, the weird thing is is my daughter and Caden were visiting me much more and they were out there a lot and uh, I don't know if it's they knew I was going through a lot they did know they knew I think I tried to make them seem like I was okay and like hey I'm not I'm out mowing and doing stuff I'm staying busy and whatnot. I don't even think about what it puts on my children, you know? I'm not going to cry. I'm not going to cry. Uh. So I got, I called the VA clinic and I said I need help. And this lady on the phone said, well, you called the right place, honey. And that's one of my mantras. You called the right place, honey. So it's up to you guys to make that call, whether it's to a friend, whether it's to a hospital, a clinic, whoever, someone. Get some help if you need it. Things aren't going right, you guys. Um, that's on you guys. Uh, you can blame everybody. Blame whoever you want. On you guys. To get your own help. To reach out for help. To do whatever you gotta do. That's enough of that. So that was the end of my rock bottom story. There's probably more details and stuff in there. But uh, I just got lost in um, this crazy cycle. Terrible cycle of bad relationships. Uh, financial problems, bad relationships, financial problems, addiction problems, bad relationships, financial problems, addiction problems. <laughs> uh, you know, and it's like cheating and lying. And it was like, it just all just, why? Why was all that happening? And I went to treatment. I went, I go to, you know, I get on the right meds. I get uh, the right people in my life and just things get better. And they will for you guys too. You just got to figure it out. Um, start with your physical health. That'll help your mental health already. Don't even, you know what I mean? Like just get into physical shape and your mental pillar builds around it. You know what I mean? Seriously, you'll see. And once your mental health gets a little better, maybe you can cut back on, on, uh, some spending you do or, you know, whatever. And that'll help your financial pillar. Then once you start saving some more money, you guys can go on more trips or more, do more things. Experimental. And when you go do things with your family and bond like that, oh, it's relational. Oh, my God. They're all coming together. And then get together and pray or whatever social, you know, spiritual is. But <laughs> I just cracked on spiritual. That's my weakest pillar. It's not, though. I'm just spiritual, not in a way that um, God and Jesus loving people are. You know, I just want people to know that I can be a good person, not necessarily believe in God. Um I believe if you are a follower of Jesus Christ and you 
believe in their ways, you're good people, man. I've met so many good Christians. So many. My sister's a great Christian. Danny's a great Christian. My Aunt Sandy. <laughs> My Uncle Gary was preaching to me. He's got me reading a book about Christianity. I'm working on my spiritual pillar, you guys. I know it's my weakest one. And it's not comfortable for me to dive into stuff that I'm not comfortable with. So that's, that's, that's everybody, man. So I'm putting into it, man. It's easy for me to go be physical. I can go run all day, do all this stuff. Even when I wasn't, like I can do more. Me at 40 can do more than most people can probably at 25 and 30 nowadays. How That's just crazy, man. Crazy. If you can't go out, and run a mile, just jog a mile, right? Don't tell people you can win in a fight. I'm just going to say that. I don't even know if that's a good comparison or not. You're not going to win a fight. So, that was a good rant, you guys. Good rant. I have other things written down. Cologne. I haven't worn cologne in forever. This is like the weirdest, this is the worst transition ever. Uh, garbage day written down. Um, I just heard him talking about colognes on your mom's house the other day and about all these colognes that uh, she went through the stages of colognes and other things that guys or that sh perfumes for her, but like colognes that she remembers guys wearing. So like I wrote down mine. It was like, dude, in high school, we wore preferred stock, right? And I stole the tiny bottle from my grandpa Bert. Grandpa Bert, if you're listening to this in heaven, I'm sorry I stole your preferred stock. But then to come fucking find out it was like $8 a bottle at the drugstore, <laughs> that's not a fancy cologne at all, right? But it's what we wore. Uh, eventually, I think I started wearing Curve. Uh, when I started dating uh, Kristen, me and Kristen started going out. My first ex-wife, holler, holler at you. Uh, <laughs> I think she got me Curve. I got her uh, Cool Water. I just remember that just now. Um, I think from Curve, I went to like Ed Hardy. Uh, still work curve a lot. And then after that, I think I went to, um, that geo Armani geo or whatever it is. And then, and then nothing. I realized that wearing cologne is stupid. Uh, wearing cologne means that you're just cover you covering up something. You shouldn't smell naturally, right? You should shower enough. You don't have to soap your body every day or shampoo your hair every day. It's got to rinse off every day. Shit. Wash the dust and dirt off you. So your body can breathe. What the hell is this? A fucking health pod? I'm losing it. Losing it. All right. I'm losing it. No, I'm not. Okay. Don't, you know, wear cologne. I don't give a shit. Axe body spray is super gay. Okay. Is that it, dude? Garbage day today. Got the garbage out. I was thinking like, we always have more garbage in our garbage cans. Like they're overflowing sometimes. And I look down the street when everybody else is out and nobody's lids are even like, Open a little bit. Like, do we, are we just consumers? And I'm sitting there thinking, like, what is our garbage made up of? Uh, mostly right now, paper towels with dog shit in them from Puppy. <laughs> from Frank the Tank, baby. You guys see the pug, dude? Oh, we got a pug. He's so awesome. I love him. He's my buddy. He's my little doggy dude. Running around eating all the food. He's a little chow hound. He goes psycho. I like food in my mouth and he bit my lip. Like, what in the world, dude? Out of his mind. Out of his mind. Um, surround yourself with people who want to get better, make you better. Write notes down. I don't know what I'm talking about. Garbage day. We'd have a lot of garbage. Full of shit. Okay. I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Um, this podcast will be out tomorrow on the 16th. So, all right, you guys. I'm still invested in my stocks. 
Uh, I still got Spotify. Still got some uh, UBX, uh, Unity Biometrics bullshit, um, and uh, some Shopify. <clears throat> they have it. They went down and up a little bit. They're just kind of still hanging out right now, and I'm just waiting to see what happens. Waiting to get rich, or I'll lose 170 bucks. I don't know what to tell you. Because I'm in 170 right now. I'll, even, I'll be open and honest. Let's be open and honest about my investments, right? I won't tell you exactly what I got going on, but I'm in at 170, right? I used to do Bitcoin and stuff, and I was all out. So now I'm back in. I got 170 bucks in, and let's check it right now. I don't, Tommy told me not to sit and look at it, but here we go. Um, just for the podcast's sake, we'll do my stocks and bonds and bonds. What the hell am I talking about? Oh, you guys. Oh, I'm up two cents. Get out of my biz, dude. So I'm up three cents now. Uh, UBX is up. Uh, Spotify is down a little from what I got of that. And Shopify, I believe, is. Let's see what I got Shopify at. Shopify's up a little bit. So uh, if you guys uh, didn't hear on the last podcast, I have a really good friend in investing and stuff. And these are just tips he gives us. Uh, they might not be right. They might be wrong. That's how that shit goes, dude. Um, investing money is kind of gambling a little bit. So. All right. Love you guys. Thanks for listening to my podcast. Um, shout outs. Always progressive martial arts. I'm going to go there and do my no gi today. And when you guys are listening to this tomorrow, I'll be in there doing gi. Um, no gi is where you wear shorts and a rash guard or shorts and t-shirt. And then gi is where you wear the pajamas and you can grab each other. In the kimonos, baby. The traditional way to do jujitsu. I actually like ju- I, you, I first <laughs> When I first started, I liked no gi. It felt more like wrestling. Slick. It was fast. It was quick. I was kind of a... I was a good wrestler. Uh, and then Gi um, slows everything down. You can grab and choke with it and do all sorts of shit. I love Gi now. Gi's my favorite. Slower, slower, slower. But I'm still fast and slick in no Gi, I guess. Uh, I just can't get my neck cranked on, and your neck is like a main um, focal point. Like out of all the major areas to grab, is like up behind your neck, your neck. Actually, you have to choke you. Your arms and your legs are the main areas. There's all sorts of little grips everywhere else all around your body. What are you talking about, Dave? I don't know. Combat Cardio Club. Uh, my boy Victor and the gang will get you in. Do some boxing. If you ever want to try some amateur fighting, children is great for them. It's great for everybody. Great community. Same with progressive martial arts. Uh, uh, haircuts by Allison. What's up, Allison? Uh, I'm going to be seeing her today. Taking Tristan in to get his haircut. Um, she does an amazing job, you guys. Haircuts by Allison on Facebook. Hit her up. Um, and make an appointment on Facebook. And my boy, hey, Roman, Handyman Movers. Uh, he's a handyman and a mover. Uh, he will um, move all your stuff, uh, three, four-bedroom houses, all the way up to just an apartment, single-bedroom apartment, or rip out some crap or throw a couch away for you. Uh, he does it all. Uh, hit him up uh, on Facebook as well. Send him a quote. Um, or he'll send you a quote. Send him... You just hit him up. Hit him up. He knows what he's doing. Uh, he's awesome at what he does. And uh, I've helped him. He's very professional. He's actually a business for him. So hit him up. Handyman Movers. Um, all these people out of Grand Forks, North Dakota, my town. Uh, if you guys want to hear, you guys want me to shout you out, you want me to talk about something, you want to be on my podcast, hit me up, Dave's Podcast one at gmail.com. Dave's Podcast and the number one at gmail.com. Uh, hit me up. With a voicemail, a text, anything, 701-787-1790, 701-787-1790, you guys. Uh, text me, hit me up. 
Uh, if you need help with snow removal, you need help with your lawn care, you need help with anything, hit me up. I might say no, but you, it doesn't hurt to ask. It doesn't hurt to make a friend. Uh, love you guys. Thanks for listening. I'm out.